This episode is brought to you by State Compensation Insurance Fund. State Fund provides more than 100,000 businesses with coverage and a whole lot more, including fast, reliable claim services and best-in-class safety resources. Learn more at statefundca.com. Hi, this is Alyssa Burley with Rancho Mesa's Media Communications and Client Services Department. Thank you for listening to today's top Rancho Mesa news, brought to you by our Safety and Risk Management Network, Studio One. Welcome back, everyone. My guest is Lauren Stumpf, Media Communications and Client Services Specialist with Rancho Mesa. Today, we're going to discuss Cal OSHA's proposed Permanent COVID-19 Prevention Emergency Standards, or the ETS. Lauren, welcome to the show. Hi, Alyssa. Thanks for having me. Now, California's current COVID-19 Prevention Emergency Temporary Standards, or ETS, are set to expire at the end of 2022. Just as we thought that this might be the end of the COVID-19 standards, Cal OSHA has released a proposal for new permanent standards. Lauren, can you give us a little bit of information about how long we can expect these new standards to be in place if they're actually adopted? Sure. The proposed permanent COVID standards will be voted on during the December 15th, 2022 Occupational Safety and Health Standards Board meeting. Despite the word permanent being in the title, the standards will go into effect for the following two years if passed, and the record-keeping requirements of the standard will apply for the following three years. So the new standards would be implemented on January 1st, 2023. This means the new standards can be expected to lift on January 1st, 2025, and the record-keeping requirements can be expected to lift on January 1st, 2026. Okay, so what are the main differences between the current temporary standards and the proposed new ones? Some proposed changes within the permanent COVID-19 standards include notice requirements, what information employers need to include in exposure notices to employees, and the acceptable ways in which the employers must distribute those notices. Definition changes to what is considered close contact, exposed group, infectious period, returned cases, an outbreak, and more. And another difference is the absence of exclusion pay. Under the current ETS, employers have to provide exclusion pay before requiring employees to exhaust other forms of potential paid leave. With the new proposed standards, this is eliminated and the employer would only be required to provide information of benefits their employees would be entitled to under state and federal law. Employers would only need to provide information to employees about COVID-19 benefits that may be entitled to under local and federal law. There are also changes to reporting and record-keeping requirements. Employers will no longer need to keep a record of close contacts and will no longer have to report information about workplace cases and outbreaks to their local health department. However, in a major outbreak setting, employers must report the outbreak to Cal OSHA. That being said, employers still need to be aware of their local health department's requirements. For more in-depth details about the proposed changes, please take a look at Cal OSHA's formal proposal documents found on the ca.gov website. Thank you for highlighting some of these changes. We will include a link to the proposed permanent rule in the episode notes so listeners can easily access this. Lauren, is there anything employers should do to prepare for these changes? 
So while there appears to be few differences between the current temporary standards and the new proposed permanent standards, it is recommended for businesses to locate and review their COVID-19 prevention program to assure it can be readily updated. The new proposed permanent standards removes the requirement for employees to keep a separate COVID-19 prevention program. As long as their Injury and Illness Prevention Program, or IIPP, includes policies and procedures related to COVID-19. So even if you decide to only have an IIPP, it will still need to be updated with the latest COVID information. Rancho Mesa will keep our clients and our listeners up to date once the permanent standards are adopted at the December 15th meeting. So, Lori, thank you for joining me in Studio One. Thanks, Alyssa. This is Alyssa Burley with Rancho Mesa. Thanks for tuning in to our latest episode produced by Studio One. For more information, visit us at ranchomesa.com and subscribe to our weekly newsletter.